Welcome to the Paper Talk podcast, where we have candid conversations with emerging artists and industry leaders about all things paper flowers. Through this podcast, we hope to continue to share knowledge, connect all this together, and elevate the artistry of each and every one of us. Hello, I'm Quinn Wen. I'm Jesse Chu. I'm Priscilla Park. Our mission is to share, connect, and elevate the paper floral industry. We are some of the voices behind the Paper Floors Collective. Welcome to our podcast, Paper Talk. Welcome to episode 13 of the Paper Talk podcast. Today, we're chatting with someone you'll all be very familiar with, Leah Griffith. Her motto is, everyone can be creative, and she and her team have created an enormous amount of creative content for crafters all around the world. Welcome, Leah. Hi, Leah. Thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for inviting me, you guys. This is so fun. We're so happy that you're on and that we get to see you again. It's been like, what, three months? Yes. A couple months, yeah, yeah since we yeah. last saw you at the masterclass. Exciting to tell you guys, though. On the water right now, in a big crate, is single rolls of crepe paper. So we actually, the, the Leah Griffith team, we, we, we purchased those directly for our shop because most of our work is licensed through the company. So we actually asked them, can we just buy them from you? <laughs> because they weren't doing the single rolls. For you mm-hmm. so we just stepped around and made it happen that's awesome that, that is exciting that single rolls are finally coming so yeah that is finally everyone will be so excited are you gonna sell them at the 10 inch or they're gonna be longer nope we're just gonna do 10 inch for shipping purposes yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so if you, if you need big flowers italian's the way to go <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell us if there's any new colors coming out anytime soon? <laughs> colors, that's always the question. Yeah, you know us. <laughs> I know. It's, it's been such a challenge getting the single rolls over from Germany. So that's going right now. I'm actually flying over to Germany in January to Ooh. the factory, and we're looking at making some new colors at that point. So you know, we'd love to hear from you guys. What colors are you really missing and looking for? We're also looking to see if there's a way we can make our pale pinks not fade quite so much. I know for, for our line, the pales are the ones that fade a bit more. So those are two areas that we're going to be talking about in January when I go to Germany. Oh, wonderful. Oh, cool. So how, do you pre- how would you prevent the fading? I mean, from the manufacturer's point of view, that is. So there's a solution that they can use, and, and it's, it's a little bit about testing. So not all the colors fade, and I'm sure you see different colors fade with different brands. Mm-hmm. So the darks do not fade in our line, but the lighter ones do, and that's also in the double-sided as well. There is a salt solution that they can add to it to try and keep the stabilize the colors a bit more because everything's very natural and we don't want chemicals. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the trick. It's like, do you give up the fade and put a chemical on the paper or do you keep it really natural? So that's really where we're trying to do the best job of everything, you know? So interesting. Yeah. I mean, like we're always talking about spraying things, which is the after right. thought, right? After technique, but knowing that the manufacturer can actually do something about it. That's really, really interesting to know. You're yeah. so knowledgeable about paper. Honestly, like we can ask you anything. You tell us like the history from like the very beginning until now and how it's made. Like it's crazy. You're so knowledgeable about your crepe paper. I do a lot of research and it's funny. I'm actually doing a video right after we finish here. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm doing a video about frosted paper and how that adventure and how that direction of using that type of paper mm-hmm. 
part of what we do as well and how it's also integrated into the crepe paper flowers. That's awesome. Well, I've seen that you're also expanding on um, different areas of your company, not just focusing on crepe paper. I mean, that's a huge part component, but I mean, crafting in all areas. I've been seeing like different types of tutorials pop up. Do you have anything new that you guys are focusing on? So when we started the company six years ago, it was actually just me. I was a solo blogger at that point. The, the whole concept was to do handcrafted lifestyle and how to, you know, create everything in your life handmade, not just, it had paper flowers, but it was like how to do DIY decor, how to make your own curtains, making your own lotions, everything. Mm-hmm. And found, you know, crepe paper was not something I started with. I I actually didn't like the crepe paper that I was finding at that point because it was all Chinese crepe paper. And that came along later. So I think that as we move along, we still are giving a lot of the crepe paper tutorials, especially for the beginners. I mean, we see ourselves as an entry point for those who are learning or wanting to get into making paper flowers. So we do a lot of that. We do plants, but I would say felt and fiber are also two of our big categories. We do a lot of felt flowers as well, which is fun. I mean, that's a great craft for kids and felt stuffies and just all kinds of different felt projects as well as uh, fiber in each type of macrame or even simple sewing project. And as we move along, you know, we'll, we'll edge it out a little bit more again. I think started big and then kind of came back and focused a bit more on crepe paper flowers and paper flowers. And now we're expanding out again. So we're kind of going back to our roots. That's yeah. so awesome. So how do you go about finding all these different ideas for all these different mediums? And I know you have a big team. How do you go about finding the people come and create and think about all these different processes? Yeah, you know, that's a, that's a really good question. In the beginning, I did it all by myself. So, um, and then I, as far as our creative team, we actually only have myself and then we have two other people who make craft full time. And then we, and actually one of them is part-time now because she moved to Reno. And then a fourth person that helps is Lindsay who does, she, she puts together all the patterns. She assists in that as well as any sort of paper cut project. So she's more of a graphic designer. So between the four of us, we kind of just know our areas of expertise and where we maybe do a better job. And I have to admit, I haven't been designing as much lately just because I'm trying to run a company. And sometimes as you guys know, that takes a lot of energy. You know, the, the concept is I'll come back and design more eventually. But I think when we work on projects, we'll always have kind of a theme going on. For instance, next month, we're focusing on just doing tropical a whole tropical month. So we're pulling out all the stops. So we have a lot of really great tropical projects. So it is a challenge. So everyone gets to kind of put in their two cents of what they want to work on. So it could be any material. I really do like, to, I have themes and ideas, especially during seasons. I mean, obviously at Christmas, we're all, we're going to do Christmas projects, but if we have specific things that we know we need to make because we might have some of our readers asking for a particular flower or, you know, requests for certain things, but then allowing each of the makers to kind of let their heart lead them to where they they want to explore. And I would say some of us have learned how to do certain crafts on the job. Like I had been doing needle felting prior to starting the company, but a few of my teammates had never tried needle felting and now they're experts. So, you know, it's just because they felt the draw to try it. Now they're really excelling in that area. And then they might want to, you know, design some projects around that. We never run out of ideas. I know it sounds crazy. We have a lot of Pinterest boards, <laughs> you know, that, that we collect ideas just for inspiration. We try to be unique as well, you know, and make them original. Well, speaking of Pinterest, like if you go on Pinterest and type in any kind of craft, most likely your website's going to pop up like right at the top. So what kind of advice yeah. would you give paper floors who are trying to get their work out there and they're using Pinterest as like 
a medium, you know, to get the word out there. Do you have any advice for them? I do. There are certain algorithms with Pinterest. And I know, I know if you're a one person company, you have to do the best you can with the time you have. There are certain, you don't want to pin things all at once. You want to stagger your pins out. It's always good to join other boards if you can. And, and it's great to have other people pin your work as well. But I would say my number one tip for Pinterest is get great photographs. That is absolutely. <laughs> so Pictures are everything. Yes, <laughs> pictures are everything. Yep. Can you tell us a little bit more about your membership site? Because that's such an interesting component for your website. Yeah. So our membership site, you know, initially I started out, I have never had the desire to make things to sell. I know that's what a lot of you guys do. And I commend you for it because it's an amazing process to make projects to sell to people. But I know my attention spans too short. (laughs) I'm a little ADD. So I always wanted to, rather than make things and sell them, my idea is I want to make things and teach people how to make them. so initially I started as a completely free free platform and thinking that advertising would support my business. And as the algorithms change and things have changed in the last, I don't know, probably five years, more and more bloggers have found it really difficult to make a living from just advertising or sponsorships. So the membership site gave us an opportunity. We had, It's a very low cost. It's you know $9 a month or $99 a year. We offer all of the patterns and the tutorials and even the, you know a lot of the videos for members if they want to join us. And again, I mean, there's plenty of crepe paper flowers if that's all they're interested in. But there's also like myself, I like to try different things. So I might be making crepe paper flowers, but now I want to go make something in felt for a gift for a friend. So there's just so much variety. And again, it's about, you know, the handcrafted lifestyle all the different ways you can add your own personal touch into your everyday life. That's wonderful. And talking about life, how do you balance your personal life with your work life? Because I feel like your work is even in through everything. <laughs> yeah, that is actually a funny question. I don't even know if it's possible. Um, I, I I cannot wait till somebody comes up with a great solution. And you guys, I mean, a couple of you are, are, are your mother, only one's a mother, right? I'm a mom, but my daughter's 25. And quite frankly, I don't know how I could do it with a child. My work life is my life. And luckily, I love what I do. So it's just been the last I would say the last year that I've actually disconnected myself and left work <laughs> and would will go and do things. Next week I'll be gone for the whole week. I'll, I, my cell phone will be turned off, which is oh wow, <laughs> so hard. Yeah, well I'll actually be in a meditation retreat, so I have no no choice. <laughs> <laughs> have to disconnect. Stay at the door, but no, it's perfect. So th- this is a new thing for me. But you know, when you have a business and you're solo, you know, with your business and you need to respond to your customers and your clients. And so I feel now that I'm, I feel so absolutely huge gratitude to the fact that I can have a team around me who can cover those areas so that I can actually take a vacation. (laughs) You know how it is. Yes. So when people say work-life balance, I'm like, what? (laughs) Is that such a thing? Yeah. I think the the most important thing, you know, when you're a creator and you make a living, Mm making crafts. It's a good way to put it. I think we all strive for balance, but the reality is if you are a entrepreneur, you work all the time, like 24 seven. But like you said, as long as you love it, then it's maybe not work. It's just your life, right? Yeah. Great perspective. So do you have any plans coming up to, I don't know, be anywhere? Your life, right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so I I haven't talked a lot about using the Cricut cutting machine to cut crepe paper with you guys, but some of our readers ask all the time. I don't know if you guys get that question as much as I do. So the Cricut maker does cut crepe paper and we do it sometimes, but oftentimes cutting by hand is just as fun. (laughs) So one of the places I just went to Hawaii in May, Silhouette is 
coming out with a machine with a rotary blade, but they use their knife blade to cut crepe paper and I can't wait to test them. So I'm looking forward to seeing you know, how that works so that that way there's, there's a two platforms for people if they do want to cut with cutting machines. So I'm, I'm going to do, do some teaching on how to use the machine in November and I have like a month to learn. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So that will be fun. Um, yeah. So the, I guess, and then the other one would be going to Germany in January. That's so fun. I was going to ask you, yeah, so for your, uh, sorry, so your, uh, for your patterns or your templates for a lot of your, your tutorials, do they come in a format where you can use Cricut or Silhouette? Yes. So we have them all as printable patterns and then SVG cut files. And then we teach you how to upload them. We're doing a whole series of videos coming up on, you know, how to cut crepe paper with the Cricut machine. We have one that's okay, but we're going to do a real deep detailed version mm-hmm. of it on how to create people with cricket because you, you guys know you have to watch the grain and I see it time and time again when people flip mm-hmm. the grain it's like no yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just have to it doesn't work <laughs> yeah it does not work you just have to learn the material really well that's cool so, yeah but I did I have a little bit of news I know some of you are writing books and are publishing books as well my book just went into third publishing so it has 20,000 prints now. Oh, and wow. Also in Russian and oh, Chinese. Wow. I've seen the Russian version. I haven't seen the Chinese yet, but that just got a print. That is so exciting. Awesome. Yeah, congrats. congrats. So it's, it's like, I feel like we are kind of opening this whole world up to people. And yeah. I'm an entry point, And then there's, you know, higher levels of doing more of an art form with crepe paper. And, and it's becoming a bigger and bigger thing. And I think it's so beautiful. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it is. Because so many people talk to you like, oh, you know, how did you get into paper flies? Like, oh, I went on Pinterest and I found a Leah Griffith tutorial, oh. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, see, there you go. Perfect example. You're the entry yeah. way, you know? <laughs> You get people hooked. <laughs> I'll tell people that. Like, why? chat I do warn them. I say it I will warn you it is addictive once you're in it's like it's you're it's yeah. over yeah <laughs> yes it's hard to get out yeah <laughs> so but I, I am serious about you guys letting me know I, I think we're gonna send out an email and get um some feedback on colors that are really needed out there. I know for me personally, it's greens, like a wider palette of greens would be great. That's kind of what corals are already popular. I know, corals and even some softer, some a yellow between the soft and the bright yellow, just some in between yellows. I yeah. think. Would yeah, be nice. mm-hmm. definitely. So. Mm-hmm. And pinks, pinks are always the hottest. Yeah, yes. of course. Flesh. Absolutely, that's the number one color. Yeah. So. yeah. Oh, and then one of the biggest news, when can you offer the single roll crepe paper? So that is, it's on the water right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the boat. I can't give you a date off the top of my head. I'll have to ask Anna who's, she's, where is she? She's not here. Here's the, I just, I was just in Chicago a week and a half ago, meeting with a lady who's going to be our new shipper. So she's lovely. She, if you guys, have you ever bought paper, papers, paper papers to get any frosted or text weight paper? Anybody? Anybody? Okay. It's one of the papers that I use a lot, especially sometimes inside of flowers. It's it's what I use on the cutting machine. So it's the softer text weight paper. And she's the one that's been supplying it for us. So I know her quite well. And now she is our new shipping company. And we were getting everything set up there. So the big crate of single is landing on her doorstep. Wonderful. Nice. And she has great shipping prices. It's like really quick shipping. She's, oh, she's so perfect. I'm excited. It's been paid, but also Canada, we're shipping international. Oh, awesome. Now. Finally. Yes, I know. Like I don't, it's <laughs> so hard, but it will be international, not that's just, just, not just Canada. Oh, that's Canada. awesome. Yeah. That's going to be a game changer for a yeah. lot of people. Get access yeah. to your paper. Mm-hmm. And, and the nice thing about Lori, she ships like heavy paper everywhere. And so she knows mm-hmm. 
how to do it. Right. She's had so much yeah. experience and there's little nuances of exactly how big your box is. And that's part of the, the shorter size because once it hits that 20 inch, shipping it international is just outrageous. It really but, is. Um, but under 10 inches, it's, it, it's much, much more affordable. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful. I pretty much, I think everyone knows who Leah Griffin is, but if people want to find more information about you and also your membership site, where should they go and how can they find you on social media platform? Yeah. Okay. So it's, it's Leah Griffith, T-I-T-H. So don't get me confused with Anna Griffith. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's L-I-A and then Griffith, I-T-H.com is the site. Our shop is, there's a link right there on our, in our site and there's, it's shopleahgriffith.com. We're expanding all the time. We have kits now. We have gray paper flower kits. We have six of them. We'll have our singles there as well. And then social media is mostly at leahgriffith.com, but all the links are right there at the bottom of our, our site page. There's some, if, if people are new, there's some really great freebies they can go try out. There's a few free patterns, crepe paper flowers that they can try out. Again, beware. I'm a gay <laughs> Actually, we do our new motto is changing lives one craft at a time. Aww. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Lives one craft I, I at a time. Believe. And here, I'll talk about this for a sec because it's fun. You know, as as I'm sort of, I guess I I turned 53 this year, so things shift after you turn 50. You guys are <laughs> and, and life sort of chills and, and your mind kind of starts thinking differently. I, I started taking my own art classes in January just to fill my own soul. And it really became clear to me that crafting and making things with your hands is something that people need more than ever now. And it to me is a, it's a form of meditation without people knowing they're meditating. So mm -hmm. it, it brings you out of your head and into your body and back into your heart so that you can really calm in and settle down. And, and I think when you're in that space, whatever troubles or trials or whatever things are going on in your head, they kind of dissipate and things sort of naturally fall into place mm -hmm. for you. So I don't talk about it a lot, you know, outwardly, but you know, I'm starting to more and more, but I really do feel like crafting, teaching crafting is my, is it's, my offering to help heal the world mm -hmm. and getting people into it. And again, we're, we're at that, we're the entry point We're we're out there trying to say to people who do not craft, yes, you can come in and give it a try. And once they get started, it becomes a practice every day. That's great. Yeah. That's really where we're focusing. I think a lot of people yeah. can relate so to I, that. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's, I, I've been working with, I'm, I've been working on trying to heal my body in the last few months. And I will say to people, they ask me, well, what do you do? And I say, I, I teach crafting. I said, crafting is my modality. Mm. You know? <laughs> I don't do acupuncture. I don't do massage. I do crafting. That's what I do. <laughs> it is therapeutic. Yeah. Awesome. We get that it all the is, time yeah. when teaching workshops, people just say, well, this is like, everyone will be quiet for once. They'll, they'll just be cutting or fringing. And then somebody will always say, wow, this is like very therapeutic. So yeah, I think the philosophy is totally relatable for, for a lot of people. Yeah. Oh yes. Oh yeah. And cheaper. So paper on your wall, and your husband's like, "What? Say, honey, it's cheaper." Yeah. There we go. Thank you so much, Leah, for joining us today. It was really wonderful to chat yeah. with you and learn about your business. Yeah, it was so fun to see you guys again. Yeah, yeah. thank you so much. I'll see you all in person. Yes, hopefully. Yes. Yeah. Okay, all right. Bye. Bye. Bye.